Welcome back to The World According to Jackie Simmons. Thank you so much for staying with us. Special guest with us right now, everybody's gonna need this. She is a professional declutterer. We have Katie, sorry, Kitty Mackay with us right now on The World According to Jackie Simmons. Kitty, welcome to, uh, welcome to the world. Thank you so much for having me, both of you. Ah, you're very welcome, Kitty. I am super, super excited. For people who've been watching the podcast for a while, seeing it on YouTube, they know that you were my guest before and the tech tangle happened. And so now that we have tamed the tech monster, I am super glad that you were willing to come back. So taming clutter is where we're gonna go. But first I want you to answer a question because this has been on my mind for a while. Are you ready? You bet. Does all the clutter in my house make my bank account get smaller? Absolutely. I, I can say unequivocally, absolutely, it makes your bank account smaller. So how does that work? How does clutter have a negative impact on my finances? Oh, let me count the ways, she said. <laughs> I am... Oh, for the first thing that jumps to mind is you you paying your bills late because you can't find your bills, thereby incurring late fees, possibly affecting your credit credit rating in in extreme cases. And whoa, whoa, whoa! We're gonna stop there. For, I'm gonna pause you just a second. That sounds like an opportunity for you to tell a story. I mean, this did you have a client that that you worked with that this was their story? that their bills had gotten buried in the clutter and they racked up late fees and credit score challenges? We're paused, right? No, we are not. Oh, okay. No, this is live, honey. I'm interrupting you so that you can answer the question for everybody who's listening. Yeah, we don't, we don't pause here other than I asked you to pause your speech. My apologies for not being clear. All right, welcome to the world according to Jackie. As a good club owner, I would have given you more clear rules. So, all right. Yeah, no, Kitty, it's just a question. Is, just, is, is this a, a, a scenario? I mean, is this this client story it's, or is it theory? No, it's not theory. In fact, I can think of one client right at the, right at the moment. Uh, she wrote me a, a dissertation on why clutter was affecting her. And right at the top of the list was paying... Top of the list was paying bills uh, late because she couldn't find them in all the clutter. And back in the day, uh, this used to happen to me too. But I'll stick with I'll stick with the client. Her taxes. She hadn't filed her taxes in years because her papers were scattered everywhere. And so, uh, Revenue Canada came back with a nice five thousand dollar bill. Uh, uh, same deal with her power bills. Before we got her sorted out, she she literally couldn't find anything. She didn't have a system when she would come in the door with her bills. She didn't have a system. She'd some days put them at the front entrance, some days in the kitchen. Of course, she's going to lose them because they because they're going to get buried under more flyers, under more paper, and of course, she's going to lose them. So now that she has a system whereby she walks directly in the office 
and puts them in a certain uh, little container, then she always knows where it is. We even have her marking it in her calendar when it's supposed to be, but that's, that's another solution. But definitely uh, late fees and loss of face and self-esteem by paying your bills late. I, there, there's, you asked how many ways there are that it can affect your bank account. Would you like me to go on? Yeah, that was one. Okay, the high cost of clutter, one place. Okay, so if somebody's systemized to the point that their bills are getting paid on time, how else could clutter negatively impact their bank account? Um, productivity. Okay, now you're talking. Ability to make more money. And now, now this, this has a few facets, but uh, we, we only have so much time. But if you're, if you're experiencing the psychological um, detriments of clutter, then your self-esteem your self-esteem isn't as good which means that your productivity isn't as good now if you happen to be self-employed you rely on your uh, on your productivity you rely on that ability to be able to strut into your office and be able to do do your best for your client because that's how you're going to build your business now if you are feeling stressed and worried uh, all the time about where is the power bill uh, is my cable going? Is my internet going to be cut off today because I can't find it? I can't even find the phone number for the internet company. <laughs> so beg them not to, to turn off turn off my cable. For example, it has so. It, these are all little things, Jackie. Yeah. Admittedly, but they weigh on your brain. And if these things are weighing on your brain, then you cannot, by definition, you cannot be as productive as you would. As example, I cleared off my desk last night, walked into a beautiful, clear desk this morning on top of the world. But, you know, we all accumulate clutter, but you feel better and therefore you perform better. And if you perform better than you, whether you're self-employed or not, even if you're working for someone else, you will perform better. You will be eligible for raises better. You will have a better, um, better rapport with your boss and you will advance in your career. If you're self-employed, same deal. You will, you will perform better. Therefore, adding to your bank account. I, I really can't stress this enough. Again, having- Now you have to tell us your story. How the heck did you get to where you are now and what you're doing now? Because I mean, you've created this whole system of solutions for clutter. You know, that's how we met was we met at an event and you had this beautifully organized, very clean display that was very inviting for people to come in. But something tells me you didn't start out that way. So what's the world according to Kitty? What was the journey that brought you to what you do now? Oh, good heavens, thanks for asking. Um, this is where part of the ADHD comes in. Uh, people who have ADHD, we tend to struggle with overwhelm. Um, we tend to not be able to focus on things, have a low attention span. So, okay, well, I'll just throw everything everywhere. And I've been like that most, most of my life. I would desire to be neat, but I wasn't quite sure how. And then about two years ago, I was decluttering and then got into virtual decluttering and I've been narrow, narrowing it down because I've realized the, uh, the importance of productivity. Okay. And 
you skipped a chapter. I'm going to pause you. I'm going to take you back. What caused the shift? I want to know the shift. Tell us the moment that you became engaged with decluttering, that you figured out that you could do it. What happened? I was tired. Uh, I worked on myself first, frankly. Okay. You worked on yourself first and you were tired of what? Tired of being a chaotic mess all the time. Tired of not being my best for my, my small family. Tired of not being my best for my clients. And I just made a decision that, nope, this stops right now. So I made a I put myself on a decluttering program and found out what works and what doesn't work. I'm still doing that. You still have to tweak it. And that's what I advise clients to do is make a decision to do it that no more are you going to live with your with chaos and that you you want to make a change. And it was a slow transformation. Ah. Make a mistake. It was a slow but steady transformation. And that's something else that I teach. You can't do it all in one day. Don't expect to. You're setting yourself up for failure. Make the decision and then do it step by step, little bits at a time, and you will get you will get where you want to go. All right. So step by step from chaos into controlled environment. It sounds like you have full control over your environment. It sounds like being a good club owner, which is what we were talking about earlier today. So yeah. when we come back after the next break, Kitty, I want to explore the exact steps that someone's going to be able to take and follow. And I know you have a gift for them that's gonna give them more detail about it, but I wanna be able to walk them through exactly these steps so that they know what's in store for them and what's so good about these things. Because what's so bad about clutter is what we've been talking about. We're talking about what are the consequences? One is a high cost, both in terms of productivity and profit, you know, because it's money walking out the door that doesn't need to. And productivity's down. So got the what's so bad about clutter. Now we're going to talk about the flip side. What happens in people's lives when they start taming this particular thing? So the website where people can get your free gift is www.clutter, C-L-U-T-T-E-R, solutions, plural, S-O-L-U, T-I-O-N-S by Kitty. And Kitty is K-I-T-T-I. And so there we go. Dot com. Got to get dot com in there. So <laughs> if you're driving and you can't write this all down, don't worry about it. We're going to give it to you again when we come back from our station break. And Kitty, I'm delighted that you can stay on. I know that carving out the time for one interview is not always easy. Doing it twice we appreciate. So thank you. Hang on. We'll be right back. We're here with professional declutterer, Ketty McKay. I'm John Crocker. Do have to go to a short break, but we're going to get into the seven steps of how to declutter that life right after this here on More of the World According to Jackie Simmons. Ooh. Okay. All right. I'm resetting my clock. For 1014, and I'm going to go get some itch medicine because I realize that I'm leaning over, scratching during this. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you the story when I come back. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. 
<laughs> now, John, you mentioned seven steps, which is in the which is in the handout. But what I was going to focus on was um, my one system, which sure. is which is the basis of it. Want to hear? It? Well, I mean, I do, but no sense in telling the story twice. Let's, you can save it for when we get back on. Um, yeah, Jackie went for a walk in the woods this weekend and oh. got ravaged by mosquitoes. <laughs> like uh, carrying her away like the, the monkey scene in The Wizard of Oz, you know? Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. That is the worst. That's that's just the worst. And of course, it's so early in the season, isn't it, that you wouldn't expect to be attacked? Well, I mean, it depends on exactly where she was. So she, I guess, was, I don't know, in a park or somehow in the woods or something. It depends on the time of day, at least in South Florida, they're worse sort of in the evening time right before it's dark. So uh, I don't know what time she was out either, but yeah okay i'm in canada so that <laughs> we have just barely sort of hit spring it's um right. oh it's about 50 degrees in your temperature okay okay Ooh, yeah a little chilly <laughs> yeah, that today the, that feels like oh it's a beautiful spring day so so yeah so if i'm mentally translating i keep forgetting you're in florida so all right right, right. Ah, oh, dear. Well, you have the most wonderful smile and engaging personality. Please, please let me say that. You know, you, you really, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Oh, so. Every time uh, I record these ra these radio shows with Jackie and every day by the end of the day, I say, Jackie, my cheeks hurt from all the smiling that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But it just happens, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Oh. So, how long have you been doing this? I've been doing radio shows for more than five years now. Ooh. Yeah. And, and working with Jackie for how long? Um, not a real long time, three months. <laughs> three months and... How did you... Just through... Just through doing the radio shows with Jackie and listening, learning, writing down, picking up on what she was saying, I was figuring out learning really through what she was sharing that there are things in my life, wow, um, I need to change this now that I have an alternate perspective, right? Oh, I can make this better. I can change this. I actually started doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with Jackie because even just listening to the radio show was so good and so helpful. Um, we have developed sort of in a way our own side relationship and, yeah. and I, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with Jackie, which have tremendously helped me. Wow. What are you learning in these sessions? A different way to look at things. Um, a, how to let the past go. How to engage <laughs> with people. Oh, here, yeah, Jackie's back. How to, We're having our own party, honey. <laughs> how, to, 
how to engage with people and, and come at it instead of some sort of negative standpoint, how to come at it with a, a positive standpoint from the, the attitude of gratitude. Um, uh, she's helped me with my, with my marriage. Not that any of this stuff was horrible, but you know, helped me with my marriage, helped me with my relationship with my own six-year-old. She's given me the time out. We, we gotta go. <laughs> All right, let's, let's record this next segment. Before I walked away, I heard you talk about your one system, that the, the, what they'll find on your website actually is underneath that. And I think that's perfect. The seven steps are actually underneath the one system. So I'll figure out how to bring that in. Um, okay. And so John, you'll catch me up on anything I need. Otherwise, I think we're probably good to do this. This is turning lovely. Yeah, yeah we're good. A lot, Kitty. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, ready? Hold a smile. Well, thank you so much. Welcome back to the world according to Jackie Simmons. I'm John Crocker. Thankfully, special guest still with us, Kitty Mackay. She is that professional declutterer, and I know probably almost everybody on the planet needs a professional declutterer in their lives. So thank you. Welcome back. Thank you very much, John. Appreciate that. That's the rest of the story of how we met, because at your beautiful, engaging table, you had a door prize and I won the door prize. And so talk about virtual decluttering. I mean, you know, we work together from just, you're way away from where I live in Florida. I mean, you're up in Nova Scotia, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter where someone is anymore. It's not like you need to have somebody come physically into your space, but you do need to let them come into your emotional space to work with clutter. And so I wanna go there for just a minute, Kitty. The journey that you took, the process, now you're helping people do it faster, but how do you do that? I mean, it's really quite the amazing thing. Well, yeah, you made a good point there about uh, the fact that we're pretty much a continent apart. Um, it is through virtual decluttering, which of course is a good, good thing for now, who knew? Um, but if you have a device that has a camera and internet, uh, virtual decluttering will help you. Now, what I've done, because 90% of my clients struggle with ADHD in one form or another, I've tried to, I have developed a system that makes it as simple as possible to focus and get a lot done in a short period of time because we are by nature, anyone with ADHD doesn't have a whole lot of patience or attention span and gets easily overwhelmed. So I've turned this into my quote, one system. Ah, okay. So tell us about the one system. It's deceptively simple. And I always think this is too simple, but uh, people, people react with, oh, okay, that sounds easy. Here it is. One room at a time, one area at a time, and one thing at a time. Got it. Okay, so one room at a time. We're not going to tackle my whole house. That's right. One area of that room at a time. Yeah. And then one thing at a time. That's right. Oh, okay. 
And I can end on that a little bit more if you like as to yeah. as to why that is so important. Because too many people uh, when they when they decide to when they make that decision to dec to declutter and and move forward and not be that person who pays their bills late or who is always late for work because they can't find their car keys. Mm -hmm. uh, once they once they've made that decision. We were talking about productivity before, right? Um, once they made that decision, then it's too tempting to say, for example, start with the biggest room in the house. You know, the basement that has 30 years worth of stuff in it. No, 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 don't do that. You are setting yourself up for failure. What you want to do is start in a smaller room, possibly the easiest one. I usually suggest the bedroom because that's the first place thing you see in the morning, last thing you see at night. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, Unless you're in the doghouse and on the couch, right guys? Well, yeah, exactly. All right, well then you're still choosing one room, whether, <laughs> whether it's the living room, the bed, what have you. Uh, the entrance is also a good place to start for the same principle. Last thing you see, first thing you see. Now, so you've chosen that one room, so you're not flitting back and forth, doing plenty of nothing. There is no such thing as multitasking, wouldn't you agree? You're talking to the wrong person. Because ah. my definition of multitasking is doing one thing at a time, but being able to change between them quickly. And that's because I'm an entrepreneur. So my brain works that way. But right. I get what you're saying, that for most people, multitasking is a myth. Um, just like time stacking. You know, yeah. um, and, and, and there are a whole bunch of jokes about that. But the reality is that if you are doing one thing at a time, how do you keep your brain engaged from your brain thinking about five things at a time? Well, this is the beauty of it. That's an interesting question. Um, if you, if you, especially, and let's talk about people with ADHD, if you're used to your brain going in a million, a million uh, directions at once, then you've lost your ability to uh, to focus on one thing. But if you tell yourself no, it, it, my clients experience relief if they know that they're only going to, they only need quote need to focus on one thing. Then they don't feel that pressure that they've got to get it all done all all at once. It it releases that pressure. All right, so we've got the one room, the one area, the one thing. Now what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to expand on the one on the one area because that's also important. Okay, good. All right. Tell me more. Now you, you wanna you wanna focus on keeping it small. You don't want to try to do the whole room at once, just focus on one area of that room and then you move to the one thing at a time. And this is where things get a little tricky because if you do have a large pile of, say for example, papers, then it's, it's tedious. And I'm not gonna lie to you, it is tedious. However, if you, you have to do one thing at a time, no matter what you're doing, but if you take that pile of papers on your desk and you weed out the obvious junk, well then you've reduced your overwhelm right there by probably a good 30%. That's just a little tip that I threw in on top of the one thing because some people do get overwhelmed by, no, do I have to go through this? But if you find little ways that you can 
that you can reduce that overwhelm by get rid of the obvious junk first. Again, one thing at a time. You can only pick up one piece, well, maybe two pieces of paper at a time. But you do yeah, have but to- I, But I get the point here. Okay. And Jackie, real come- quick, speaking of time, I do have to ask the question, how much more time do we have? Ah, thank you very much. So as we are coming into three minutes on this segment, Kitty, I want to make sure that I tell people what they're going to find at your website. So it's, um, again, the website is www.cluttersolutionsbykitty.com. And on the website, you've created these seven steps of the one system for them, the seven steps that, that this all fits under that umbrella. And they can have access to that for free. It's your gift to them. And I just, I didn't want the time to run out without them actually getting this kind of information. So um, everybody needs to write down the website and go and visit it so that we can get you the steps so that you can do the one system with ease and grace. Okay, so now we've got the one room, the one area, and we picked up one thing. Now what? Kitty, you've got, you've got three bags and you have to have three bags. This is where I differ from some people. You have a toss bag, a, a throw it out bag, toss bag, a donate bag, and a keep. And there is a maybe pile because you, yeah, not many, most, most declutterers won't let you have a maybe pile. It's got to be yes, yes or no. It's out the door or it stays. You've got to have a little bit of maybe in your life. Cut and cut some slack and allow yourself to keep a couple of the maybe items that you, that you might need. 90, 90% possibility that you'll come back to it and you'll throw it out later, but give yourself a little bit of slack and let yourself have a small maybe pile. And then you won't feel like it's so much of a chore. I think your decision maker can get tired. How long do you recommend that people work in on their one things? No more than one hour. My sessions are never more than one hour. And usually decision fatigue will hit at precisely 50-50 minutes. Aha, there we go. That's good to know. So do not expect your decision maker to hold up for more than 50 minutes. And you can go to Kitty's website Clutter Solutions by Kitty, K-I-T-T-I dot com and get her seven steps of her one system and get started. And I know there's a ton of resources there for them as well, Kitty. Thank you so much for coming back onto the show. And I'm looking forward to doing one thing at a time for the rest of the day. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jackie and John. I appreciate the opportunity. Makai, thank you so much. I'm John Crocker. This is The World According to Jackie Simmons. We'll see you tomorrow.